You're listening to the BBM Global Network with 25 years in broadcast audio and video production. Our passionate team creates content and marketing for the world of Internet talk radio. If you've got a passion, come join us at BBMGlobalNetwork.com. The BBM Global Network. Your voice is now heard. Angelscapes is your direct connection to finding your soul's power and wisdom. Hosts Nancy Smith and Mary Dalba are here in this interactive show that will explore the tools and steps you can take to create peace, calm, and confidence in your life. So please welcome your hosts of Angelscapes, Nancy and Mary. what your soul is saying to you do you know how to recognize the voice of your soul your soul is the best ally you could ever have and it's time to learn the language of your soul so this is angelscapes and i'm your host nancy smith and tonight we're going to talk about the five languages of your soul um we're going to um under um geez we're gonna how you can how you can listen to your soul, how you can recognize your soul's voices in five different ways. Your soul is your higher self. Your soul is filled with wisdom and knows you better than anyone else. And it's time to build an alliance with your soul. So who is your soul? What is your soul? I said your soul is your higher self. Uh, but our soul is our uh, our spiritual, it's our eternal self. We have a beautiful essence, a beautiful personality within ourselves, as I talk um, as a working medium, that lives beyond the change called death and this spirit uh, that's within ourselves is inside of a, a soul is inside of a, a creator that's inside of source inside And this is Angelscapes, and I'm your host, Nancy Smith. We had a little frozen time there. Tonight, we're going to talk about, in this episode, your, the five languages of your soul, um, how to recognize those languages, and how to talk back to your soul, and how to create a relationship so that your soul can be your best ally ever. Your soul is full of wisdom, full of understanding of who you are. Your soul has your back. Um, and and, uh, and the soul is the eternal part of ourselves. Our spirit, our essence of ourselves are, is is what goes on after the change called death, you know, talking as a working medium. And so our soul 
is what speaks to our spirit. Our soul is the bridge to source. It's it's that d direct connection. Soul is a higher power. Our soul knows what we came here to do. And um, so how do you know when you're talking to your soul? How do you know when your soul is near you and or, or you're just in other stuff? Um, when we find ourselves in times of trouble, it's our soul that knows what to do. When you are in transition with your life, you turn to you turn to all your friends. You could turn to people who um, your family, people who you think know you, but they don't quite know you at that soul level. And it's and that time and those transitions is usually a redirect from your soul, saying, "Okay, there's more to what we want to do with our life." So turning to your friends, turning to your parents or your or your siblings isn't exactly the right place to turn because it's your soul that's redirecting you. It's your soul that's calling you forward. And transitions that we find in our lives that our soul redirects are, are losses from possibly from death or divorce or, or even lo losing your health. These um, life changes, transitions can include um, like a relationship that has ended or for us who are a little bit older, it could be an empty nesting kind of thing where the kids have gone and and we're getting ready to retire and what's going to happen to us um, after this. And I'm not sure what I want to do. I've always done this other thing. Who am I now? So it's a time of identity. Identity is changing because what we have always lived for or worked for no longer works for us. And that's when your soul comes in, who you really are, what you've really come here to do, start speaking to you loudly. Um, a career transition can be, a, a time that your soul wants to talk to you, whether it's from um, leaving high school and going into college or leaving college and going into work or finding that the job that you're in isn't talking to you anymore. It just doesn't have the meaning. Feeling a disconnect from what you're doing where you were fine and you were going, going through the motions um, just fine and feeling happy. And then all of a sudden you're just going through the motions and all of a sudden it's even hard to go through the motions that's the time when you want to turn to that higher power, that higher essence of yourself and say, hey, what's going on? Why isn't this working anymore? And um, that kind of thing. So so oftentimes we have inner voices in, within ourselves that we mistake for our inner inspiration, our inner soul. So we can have a, an inner protector that says, don't change anything because this is where I want you to be and that you're safe here and life is going to be good if you stay safe in here. So that's a, an overbearing inner protector that has a lot of rules and regulations and we have may feel fear from stepping outside of those rules and regulations. And other times we just have an inner bully or an inner critic that just won't leave us alone. You can't do anything right. Um, you can't make a good decision because you're just kind of moving yourself apart. And, and that also lands up in high criticism, lands up in shame and blame, which is kind of like all friends of fear. And our soul isn't a fearful guide our soul is a gentle loving caring guide has a has a its voice of inspiration ha, has a voice of kindness has a voice of patience so when so that's one of the ways that you know am i listening to my soul or not or am i just listening to a lot of scared thoughts inside of my head and so when we're in a time of transition we don't want to listen to the scared thoughts inside of your head you want to listen to who you really are you want to listen to that place that is solid within you and it takes time to find that solid place within you and that, which I, I want to talk about um, the first language the first language of your soul the first way to begin to hear your soul is through taking a break 
is through finding that quiet place within yourself so you can hear that inner voice. The reason why meditation works so good or quiet time works so good is you relax your body into it. You relax your your chest. You take that big breath or um, you drop your shoulders, let your hips relax and just be quiet. Um, however, you can do that. Through, a lot of people do it through that breath work. Some people just like turn off the world for a little bit and sit and read a book. However, you do it, do a place to calm yourself so that your mind isn't working a thousand miles an hour and you let what's called that alpha wave. You're going from the beta thinking to the alpha wave, which is always constantly moving through your brain. And that's the most creative um, brain wave that you have within your, um, your thought form. And the theta is a very is next to beta is theta, which is even higher vibrational rate. But let's just go to the alpha, the higher vibration rate that comes when your mind is quiet and you're not trying to think about anything and just simply feel that flow going through you. And at some point you could ask your soul, so where are we? What are we doing? What would you like to do? How are we feeling? And that is the first step, the first gentle language of your soul. And it's really a feeling. It's not a lot of thoughts. It's not a lot of plans. It's not a lot of goals. It's just simply is this calm, peace, and quiet kind of thing. And as you listen to your inner voice, you're going to find out that the words and the language of this beautiful, loving voice has nothing to do with goals and striving and trying to get anywhere, but it has to do with being at peace with yourself so that you can finally feed nurture and grow your aware self the part of yourself that is of the observer the part of yourself that's really needs to make all the decisions really needs to be the part of yourself that um kind of sees what's going on without being afraid of anything and uh, that aware self is what you want to guide your life what you want that's the aware the soul is our bridge from ourselves to source to god our aware self is our bridge between our unconscious fears and our spirit and soul. So our aware self um, is is where um, that's the calm place, that's the no judgment place, that's the observer that can say, hey, you know what, you're really going off the wall on that one. Let's relax and calm down. And your aware self can choose things. Our emotions, our reactions, our energy and motion are not our inner wisdom. They're simply energy that's changeable in every moment, and you are not your emotions. As a matter of fact, your emotions are simply messages that are packed up in a, with a big punch. So if you have a continuous emotion of fear and anxiety over something that you're doing, the best thing to do is go come to your aware, calm self, and sit, sit that emotion right down in front of you as if it's a little kid and say, what's going on? What are you really trying to tell me? And, um, and just breathe and relax and let that message unpack itself in, um, in the presence of your spirit, your aware self, and your soul. And as you do that, the emotions, it can't stay that frenetic anymore. It, it's, it's your aware self is a much higher vibration than a frenetic emotions. So as you let those emotions rise up to your calm self, your emotions will change. They'll become more clear. They'll become more guided. And you can begin to gather wisdom from the experience that, um, you know, of re the re experience that comes up from those emotions. Like, ah, you can't do this. This is terrible. This is awful. And you're like, okay, so what's so awful? What's so terrible about is this? What's really going on? Let's get the facts down. Or let's just know that we're safe. We're not three years old anymore. We're not 
getting eaten by that, you know, fight or flight by that tiger, we're okay. Even though we feel like our body is reacting to that. So that inner voice is the first language of your soul, the first way that your soul can reach you. And from that um, first language also comes self-love. So when you move into your aware self, it's a very loving, caring, nurturing place to do for yourself. And to be honest with you, when we come to the highest points or the biggest points of inspiration or the biggest points connected to our own spiritual self is equal to how much we love ourselves. It's equal to how much um, we nurture and care for ourselves. So as we, so that's the other, how to nurture the hearing the language or the voice of your soul is about nurturing and loving yourself, caring for and appreciating yourself, appreciating where you are in the moment and bring yourself to neutral, bring yourself to balance. And as you love yourself, you'll also feel the love that your soul has for you. Your soul isn't a suit that you hang up in the closet and let me take it out and put it on. Our soul is an infinite intelligence. It's it has a, a very power it packs a punch and it has um thoughts and it has guidance, wisdom and it really really cares. It's full of love for you. You are your soul and your soul is you, but we do cut off that part of our selves when we get into living our busy lives when we stop listening and then we forget how to listen to that part of ourselves that has all the wisdom that has the plan has the reason why we're coming here so when we um going to take a little break in a minute and when i come back i'm going to talk to you about the second language that your soul you can discover with your soul once you kind of nail that first language of calm inner voice and caring for yourself. So this is Angelscape Show. I'm Nancy Smith, your host. And you can reach me at angelscapes.net or nancy at angelscapes. And I have lots of things to talk to you about your soul and soul-powered intensives if you want to go on my website and check it out. And we'll be right back. What if there were a super tiny device that could diagnose the brain and is smaller than a single human hair? What if you could see inside the brain to help an epilepsy patient during surgery or to help the fight against Parkinson's disease? Dr. Patricia Broderick is proud to announce the Broderick Probe, a biomedical and electronic breakthrough. Imagine a probe to help with the understanding and potential cure of brain-related diseases. To learn more, listen live to the Easy Sense Radio Show with host Dr. Broderick, Wednesdays, 7 p.m. Eastern, on the Bold Brave Media Network and TuneIn Radio. And to help support the Broderick Foundation, please go to Easy sense.com and learn how with your help we can fight these horrific brain disorders that's easysense.com to learn more and help support the broderick foundation author radio show host and coach john m hawkins reveals strategies to help gain perspective build confidence find clarity achieve goals john m hawkins new book Coached to Greatness, unlock your full potential with limitless growth. Published by iUniverse, Hawkins reveals strategies to help readers accomplish more. He believes the book can coach them to greatness. Hawkins says that the best athletes get to the top of their sport with the help of coaches, mentors, and others. He shares guidance that helps readers reflect on what motivates them. 
We discover and assess their core values, philosophies, and competencies, find settings that allow them to be the most productive, and track their progress towards accomplishing goals. Listen to John Hawkins' My Strategy, Saturdays, 1 p.m. Eastern, on the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. This is Angelscapes. I'm your host, Nancy Smith, and we are talking about the five languages of your soul. And we were talking about the first language being um, that inner voice within yourself, recognizing that inner voice, nurturing that inner voice, and then recognizing that that inner voice of calm is not the emotional voice of fear. And um, we want to separate those two. And the second language of your soul is uh, something that you build. Again, it, it comes right off of that inner voice, but it, it's about creating sacred space. It's about creating time around yourself. It's about that prayer and meditation connection where prayer is the question out and meditation is sitting quietly to receive. So it's becoming aware that there is something um, out, not out, it's not necessarily outside of yourself, but there's something beyond your inner thought process, your inner voice that has an input to you that is has more than your what your brain is thinking. And that comes through a meditative process and a prayer process that um, comes from creating sacred space, which is basically quieting yourself, very much similar to the inner voice, but quieting yourself um, so that uh, you, and then, and then intending that, that your soul, that your higher power be in the presence of you as you listen to your inner voice. So there begins to be a back and forth connection and here's where intuition starts to really hit hit the hit the floor running um and there's many levels of intuition but your intuition may you'll start to understand or have a sense of something beyond what you thought you were going to be thinking about and and intuition comes in in lots of different levels um talk about the clairs there's the clair clair um Voyant is the most popular one where you see clearly or you see a vision or you have an idea that comes to you kind of in a visual way. And then there's clairaudient where you can hear, hear. A lot of people hear their inner voice and hear their higher power through clairaudient. It's just this little bone behind your ear is where you hear. It's a little, you hear a little thing. It's not quite your voice. It's, it's something else. It's, it's another, it sounds just like you. And it sounds like you're thinking, but it's beyond your thinking it's extra stuff and then we have clear cognizance which you you just kind of understand you just know when something um is true you just you're kind of weighing it out weighing it out and then something will hit you say i know i know that this is it i need to experiment with this or i need to explore this a little bit more and then there's clairsentient where you can feel it through your body that and that's a whole long conversation when you feel something in your body, but clairsentient is about feeling it. And then there's clairaliens and clairgustine, and that's a whole other conversation about I can taste it, it tastes good, or it smells like a skunk, or something along those lines where your intuition is talking to you through your senses. So that is the second soul language, is the reciprocity between you and your higher self, and a new language begins to form. And then the third language is about the awareness of a deep wisdom through taking action. So the third language is, so you've got listen to your inner voice in the first language. The second language is, okay, I'm using my intuition. I'm hearing a little bit more. And then the third language is, I've got to do something about this. So you're learning by doing. So for instance, you have um, 
you're buying a pair of shoes. I was in the store one time. I went, well, where's the best pair of shoes that I can buy for my feet? And I need the best price too, because it's my, um, <clears throat> I have a limited budget, but I wanted to get a nice pair of sneakers. So I went into the store that, and I intuitively said, this is the store where I find the sneakers. And then I went and tried on a bunch of styles and they were very expensive. Trust me, just try them on was my intuition. Tried them on until I find, found the pair. Is this the right pair? Yes, this is the right pair. It's a fun exercise to do with yourself just on small things. And then I said, well, then should I buy them? Nope, don't buy them. And I'm like, well, you brought me, my intuition brought me into the store. My intuition brought me to trying on these three pairs of shoes and brought me to this first this first pair of shoes, choice number one. And then my intuition said, don't buy it. And uh, I was really disappointed. And I put the shoes back and I said, are these shoes anywhere else in the store? I kind of got creative on the questions that I was asking, I said, yes, the shoes are somewhere else in the store. So I, what the heck's going on? So I'm walking around the store and I didn't see it. Way in the back was the sale rack. The identical shoes from a year earlier were on sale for half the price. And using my intuition brought me to these amazing pair of shoes for half price. And I was really happy to have them. But that is your soul's language talking to you through your intuition is taking action. And then the fourth language is about um, choosing to stay focused um, and choosing to stay in the presence of your soul no matter what. So you, you're staying in that presence of the soul, not just a quick meditation prayer or or um, or quick fly, you know, quick bane of decision and that's it. Now I'm back into my real world. It's when you choose to stay in that reciprocity with your soul and your intuition for longer periods of time. And you begin to build respect for what you're building. And then as you build respect and your focus is there and you're showing up more and more for your soul, your soul can show up more and more for you. Your soul is always there. The angels are always there. Your guidance is always there. But the more that you pay attention to it, the bigger the capacity grows for you to hear it, to, to respond to this higher guidance, to this higher self. And then we're going to come back to that in a little bit. Um, but you want to see your capacity to receive more from your soul. You want to see that grow. So you're building up confidence within that. And then the fifth language is the true work of your soul. And we'll we'll spend some more time talking about that. I just wanted to get through these five languages real quick. Is um, to be aware, consciously aware of your unconscious self at the same time as being aware of your soul and your higher self. And this is where your self-awareness comes in. So here's where, here's where you bring your fears and your anxieties to your sacred space in the presence of your soul and the and the three of you your three levels of consciousness begin to talk to each other so that your fear can your soul can hear your fear and your your fear can begin to change its language and its nature so it's now being your fear is now being influenced by your soul this is what i call integration and so that language within yourself that has been driving you down the road in a really deep, difficult way, now you can bring the, those beliefs or those emotions or those doubts right next to your higher power and they can talk to each other. And believe you me, things change. Not that you're changing them and recreating your fears or overcoming your fears or saying lots of positive mantras to change your fears. Instead, you're bringing your fears right next to your higher power and they're talking to each other. And that takes focus, it takes humbleness, it takes clarity to stay in the emotion of the fear while you're staying aware of that higher power that has peace, wisdom, 
and guidance within itself. And then a tremendous amount of creativity begins to show up when you put your fear next to your soul and they talk to each other. All of a sudden, ideas and courage and thoughts that you've never had before begin to bubble up in your mind. And and it's and you have ideas and how you're going to take care of your ideas. And then and then you start living a kind of a different kind of life, kind of a different kind of daily process of, of making different choices because you're perceiving things differently instead of looking through the eyes of fear or, or anxiety and keep, you keep trying to overcome it. You're not overcoming it anymore. You've got it right next to your highest power, your best ally ever. And that is the fifth and most powerful language of your soul. That's why your soul is here to learn from the life that you're living. Um, and hopefully these five, we're going to come back to the, each one of these. I have, a, I have a special guest here with me, Linda. Linda, are you there? Linda Whiting. Yeah, Linda Whiting. I'm so glad I asked her to come and, and talk um, during this episode because um, Linda's a, a beautiful artist. She's, um, you can look her up uh, on lindawhiting.com. And she really talks to her soul and creates beautiful visions on canvas from from her soul's conversation. Linda, can you talk a little bit about your process of talking to your soul? Another voice, you mean on the, in the back of your, oh, well, just keep talking. I'm not hearing them. I'm not sure what you're hearing, but, um, but go ahead and we're probably going to take a break in a minute, but what, let's just, so how long do you meditate and what, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. 
She's beautiful. It's, 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 it's the most beautiful angel I've ever seen in my life, and uh, she has this face of the ages. You know, it's not. You see the angels of they're young faces and they're ready to take on the world. But this is an angel's face that has seen everything, and she stands in the middle of what looks like a volcano, of lava, of churning chaos, and she's just very calmly looking out at you, saying, "I know." <laughs> I don't know if that's what you intended, but that's, I look at that every day and say, yeah, this is. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. We're gonna Linda Linda, I'm gonna ask I have a couple of questions I want to ask you about that, but we need to take a quick break. And when we do, um we'll, we'll talk about how how do you get there? What are the steps that you take? So this is Angelscapes. I'm your host, Nancy Smith. Um you can look at me at angelscapes.net. You can Linda Whiting is our surprise special guest, and you can look at her stuff that can find her angel on lindawhiting.com. And we'll be right back. Did you know that your beliefs create your entire reality, but it's the subconscious beliefs that do most of the creating? Belief Shifter and Life Coach Shiraz can help you identify those limiting beliefs and eliminate them, often in a single session. Like, it was almost instant, like... I had relief right away. Creating better health, relationships, careers, and finances. Let Shiraz help you step out of safety and into awareness. Definitely something's happening. Uh, it's like a, a flow inside. You know, it feels good. Whether in person or online, Shiraz provides personal coaching, belief shifting. Visit Shiraz at energeticmagic.com or call 416-529-7429. Energetic Magic on the BBM Global Network, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern. Find your greater happiness. Be well. Be aware. Be magical. Are you struggling to care for elderly parents or a spouse? Do you wonder if being a caregiver is making you sick? Are you worried about taking time off work to care for elderly parents and balance work, life, and caregiving? Has caregiving become exhausting and emotionally draining? Are you an aging adult who wants to remain independent, but you're not sure how? I'm Pamela D. Wilson. Join me for the Caring Generation radio show for caregivers and aging adults, Wednesday evenings, 6 Pacific, 7 Mountain, 8 Central, and 9 Eastern, where I answer these questions and share tips for managing stress, family relationships, health, well-being, and more. 
Podcasts and transcripts of The Caring Generation are on my website, PamelaDWilson.com, plus my caregiving library, online caregiver support programs, and programs for corporations interested in supporting working caregivers. Help, hope, and support for caregivers is here on The Caring Generation and PamelaDWilson.com. And welcome back. This is Angelscapes. I'm your host, Nancy Smith. Um, and we're talking about um, the five languages of your soul. We're with Linda Whiting here, um, and she's calling in to uh, kind of talk about her um, work. She is, I feel, for in my world, the most soul-filled, soul-led person um, in her in her artwork. And we we were talking, Linda, before we went on break about how you hear the voices within yourself. Now I want to take a couple steps back when you start to meditate. Um, when you set yourself up or when you begin to meditate, I, I know you usually have a, an intention or a question or something that you're meditating on. Is that right? Yeah. And and then from all of your, ex, you know, experience meditating, you you will eventually go into having a vision or having a connection with your soul. But let's talk a tiny bit about how you got there, because I'm not sure that you um, always had that first reaction of vision. And I think sometimes when you meditate on an intention, you may not get a vision or get an idea right away. So how do you work with that? Tell me a little bit. Right. Right. Good point. Okay. Do you get direct answers from from those questions oftentimes or do or or do you ask the questions and then have to go wait patiently for something to appear or occur to you or how do, how does that work? Mm 
Mm -hmm. Wow. Wow. Oh. So again, you took action with the painting, as I talked about earlier, and you went on a, an exploration. I, I have this idea, I have this feeling, I have this inspiration. I'm not sure where it's taking me until you did it and then you realized, oh, this is where I am, which is, oh, wonderful. That's amazing, that's terrific. Well, that's amazing. You've told me that so many times when somebody come up and to you and, and uh, have looked at your things and said, well, here's what it says to me. Here's how I feel. Here's my reaction to it. And so that is still that painting that you painted from your soul's connection is talking to people. That's supposed to be amazing. Tell me more about that. Mm -hmm. 
It's just it's like the the yeah the language that of that that connection that reciprocity that you have with the soul and the faith that you took uh, uh, and the conscious action that you took not only spoke to you but it's speaking out loud it's it's like a universal language and and it's really kind of interesting because you can say something and and people can hear lots of different things depending on where they are where their perceptions are or what their need is can sometimes we perceive things through our needs um and and yet whatever it is that you're doing that connection that that you're making that you're painting from seems to connect to a lot of people on a lot of different levels that's to me the power of of our soul that's the power i mean maybe you could disagree with me but it's the power of our when we connect to that one mind because our soul is about that that networking we talked about this a, long, a while back is that networking connection of how it's humans we feel so alone but we forget we're all connected and when you tell me about these paintings it's like the true we are connected just just by that visual i mean i mean maybe i'm going too far with this but do you know what i mean does that ring a bell with you or Right. It's a universal language when we, when we, seems like when we, yeah, yeah. So I, I, I know what you mean, unbreakable, because it seems like we have these moments where we're just feeling the flow and the power of, of, of great inspiration that's connecting to a, to a, something bigger than us, and then, um, you know, and and then something happens in, a, in our connection. We have to focus on something in our lives, you know, maybe the the baby cries or something, you know, has to, the doorbell rings or something, and we're like, oh, I have to attend to my life and. And then, and then we, what do I, I, we just lost this amazing thing we had two minutes ago, but, um, I was, yeah, yeah. So, um, so on, so in real time life, moving to really hearing your soul and, and, and responding and, and living the, the soul led life, um, does it, how, our soul doesn't really leave us. It's just that our consciousness or what we have to take care of in the moment goes and attends to something else. Um, seems like, and also what we talked about is, is the um, the fourth language that I talked about is that choosing to stay in the presence of your soul, choosing to stay um, in understanding that what's fueling me is divine grace, divine grace that comes through my soul rather than. Um, I'm getting that phone call that just aggravates the heck out of you. And now you're totally forgot about this divine soul thing. You're just into like, I got to figure it out. But, um, um, so we got to, we're going to take a little break in, in a second, Linda. And I, when I come back, I want to talk about a, um, a podcast or a newsreel that I saw about, um, near death, um, with, with a surgeon that 
that um, had three people in a row have a near-death experience, and they came back with this amazing message that I think that you could really speak about. So this is Angelscapes, and I'm your host, Nancy Smith. We're with Linda Whiting. You can find Linda on lindawhiting.com. You can find me on angelscapes.net or on Facebook, Angelscapes or Nancy Smith of Angelscapes. Um, just kind of search me out, and I'll, and I'll be right there. And you can... Um, um, Reach out to me with any questions that you may have. And you can also call in if you 866-451-1451 um, if you have a question about the conversations that we're having. And we'll be right back. The opiate epidemic has reached crisis levels. And with so many families affected by addiction, opiate-related drug overdoses and death, the time is now to have a real constructive conversation about addiction that could lead to better prevention, treatment, and recovery. Alan Charles, author and keynote speaker on drug abuse and prevention, presents The Alan Charles Show. Alan brings a message of hope, sharing his unbelievable story of surviving a 24-year addiction to cocaine and highlights from his memoir, Walking Out the Other Side, an addict's journey from loneliness to life. His raw honesty and courageous heart breaks the stigma of addiction and offers a unique perspective into the mind of an addict. Join Alan each week as he brings his listeners to a true understanding of the grip of addiction. It is only with this understanding that we can begin to heal. The Alan Charles Show, Thursdays at 9 p.m. Eastern on the BBM Global Network. Have you ever felt like no one is listening or you're not getting the honest attention you deserve? Do you even know the kind of attention you want or need? You are not alone. Alice Aspen March is here to help. Thanks to Alice, through her epiphany and research over the word attention, there are solutions to the attention dilemma. Worldwide audiences have been enthralled and engaged for over 40 years with her visionary and pioneering observations. The kind of attention we get and give is vital to improving our lives and society. Alice and her weekly guests review game-changing insights for transforming and improving our understanding of attention, providing techniques for creating healthier and empowering behavior. Get a new perspective on a mainstream word. Tune into Why Our Attention Matters for fresh and thought-provoking conversations every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern on BoldBraveMedia.com and the TuneIn Radio app. Hello, this is Angelscapes. I'm your host, Nancy Smith, and we're with uh, a special guest, Linda Whiting, tonight. We're talking about soul, and and Linda, I, I'm going to tell you this um, story. I heard it on the news about this physician who um, worked in an emergency room, uh, or intensive care, actually, and um, during that course of an evening, he was on night shift, three of his patients passed away um, and came back, and they all were different um ages, different education, different um, kind of cultural or society levels. One was a very educated, wealthy man. Another person was young and another person was older, but had always, you know, worked with their hands for a living. And I think um, and it's, it's just lots of different challenges in their lives. So they all came back with, with the same question. They asked him, why did you bring me back? I was so happy. And then they said, well, what was happening over there was I was so accepted. I was so loved. I wasn't struggling with anything. It was the first time in my life I ever felt that appreciated and that accepted. And they didn't want to leave it. And this physician's first comment was, 
we are a bunch of lonely human beings here on this planet. <laughs> it's like, yes. And then he said, isn't that amazing that these different people had this consistent experience and response? And and I thought to myself, listening to him, almost in tears, thinking, um, holy cow, what is this telling us about us and our soul and our spirit and our progression in life? And Alinda, I know you've had an experience like that. You can, and you're laughing. So you, what are you recognizing in this? What do you understand? <laughs> like I would be, I can totally relate to that. I'm in heaven. What do you mean? Turn around and come back. Oh my goodness. I know. Oh my gosh. Well, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yes, yeah. So, so if death is death is not a problem, and, and we've had these conversations so many times. Why I wanted to, and I'm so glad that you're really to talk about this on the air. Is, um, it has made life a little harder. And one of the questions you brought that up just a few minutes ago, and earlier in the segment, it was, um. How do you sustain this? How do you stay in that that space, um, that soul space? You know, um, so you, you you're there, and then it, you you fall off of it, and then you work to to achieve it again. Um, so the soul's progression, our progression in our what am I trying to ask? Our progressions in our daily lives, um, it as we move towards a soul led life or having a back and forth language between that our higher power in ourselves. I, I, I see, you know, your artwork tells me it's possible. Um, but I, and I know how, how much effort and how much focus you put into it. So let's talk about the value of that in our lives. Now, where do you, do you see that, uh, this has brought you to a, a better place in your life or do you feel it's brought you into a more frustrated part in your life?
Yep, it's cool. You feel alone. It seems like it's the human condition to feel alone. Suffering is just about, you know, I think suffering, I want to avoid suffering, I don't want to suffer. But suffering, the, the true meaning of that is undergoing or going through or moving towards. And and um, and I, I, I have a different de definition. And when I go, oh, I'm going to suffer through this, and never mind. But no, I'm going to move forward in this. And I think that that's where the inspiration, I know we're coming to the end of the show, but that's where the inspiration for living our lives is, is to make that connection and have compassion for, yes, yeah, you're feeling alone. And the thing that you're missing the most is, is not the, um, the person, the, 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 this, the thing, the money, the, the sense of whatever, but it's, it's that connection to that higher self, that higher, um, that that soul level connection got to have soul um kind of thing and um so if we understood the nature of our aloneness uh we could understand the nature of who we really are seems like i don't know that's a we could talk well i think we need to have a whole nother show about that about that but learning to talk the languages of your soul and i just broke it down into five languages but I, i'm sure we could break it down in lots of different ways but but to talk about the, learn to speak with your soul is really going to bring empower you it's it's going to inspire you it's going to give meaning in a way that you never thought you thought you would have meaning before so um as we come to a close i want to thank you linda for talking um so openly um to us and it's thrilled to have you and help and help me um, really talk about the, the language of soul and the power of your soul. So I want to um, say good night to you. I want to remind you to go look to lindawhiting.com to see your paintings or Nancy of Angelscapes to read more about the work that I do with the soul or find me on Facebook and ask me questions. Um, and I, and I want to just really invite you guys to try out these the five languages of your soul and find out that other voice that can lead you that really knows you and, and, and it wants to be an ally to you from that from your higher power so i ask you to go with love go with peace and and uh listen to your soul and thanks for um listening in guys and thank you linda for coming on This has been Angelscapes. Tune in each week as Nancy and Mary discuss ideas, tips, and lessons to help you receive divine love, joy, and soul power in your life. You can discover the powerful being you really are right here on Angelscapes with your hosts, Nancy and Mary.